0: Welcome to episode 40 of the Human Up podcast. My name is Victor Ung, and I am a certified life coach specializing in emotional intelligence and loving this topic because of how much it's at the core of so much of our thought process and behaviors. I started this podcast after realizing how much I was missing in this aspect in my life where I was taught to always be logical and to think practical, you know, think things through, suck it up and and just, you know, uh, figure it out, right? And, you know, I see the value in that, right? To to not be sort of emotionally brittle, to not let things easily, you know, throw you off or to um, overwhelm you or to debilitate you, but... At the same time, what that was missing was an acknowledgement and an awareness of the fact that we are humans. We are social, emotional beings, and we have feelings. And it's you can't just ignore them because after a while, you'll become, it's like a muscle that will atrophy if you don't use it. This emotional intelligence about us, this intuition is all about you know, understanding how our emotions can affect so many other areas of our, of our lives, of our behavior, of, our, of how we show up in our careers and in, in how we treat ourselves and how we, um, you know, connect with others. And without having that understanding, life can be very shallow. And that's what I was starting to feel after a while. Um, into my consulting career in technology consulting. And if you've been uh, a listener of this podcast, you'll know that whole story. But I basically started this podcast after realizing that I was not happy with my trajectory. And if I were to continue down the path that I was on, um, you know, I would end up being very unsatisfied, unfulfilled and stagnant within my life. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Um, You know, finding fulfillment through the Japanese philosophy of ikigai. And this is a framework that was created uh, to showcase how you can find your reason for being and your, your purpose by combining the four pillars of what you love doing, um, what you're skilled at, what the world needs, and what the world will pay you for. We'll definitely get into all the details of that in the episode uh, where I'll read one of my older blog posts that I wrote about this topic, Um, and hopefully this will help you find A little more clarity in in how you want to lead your life this is not like the magic pill that will fix everything and it might not apply to everyone uh, in in how they want to live their life but if you are feeling a little stuck and not sure where to go this can serve as a uh, a really good tool to provide some guidance so we'll get into it right after a quick message from my sponsor First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I honestly have been cultured and and kind of pressured to to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributed. Distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. How many times have you questioned the meaning of life or what your place is in this world? It's an honest human question, being the intelligent, curious creatures we are. At the same time, there's also beauty in the fact that we don't have that one answer or reason for living. Because if we did, life would be boring. We'd all be living only for that one thing, and paradoxically, there'd be no point. To look at it differently, what if we don't actually find our left purpose? What if we have to create it instead? The philosophy of Ikigai is a great tool to help us create that alignment in how we want to live our lives. So, what is Ikigai? The Japanese philosophy of Ikigai depicts the idea that everyone has their own reason for being and is revealed at the intersection between four pillars. Your passion, your mission, your vocation, and your profession. When you are doing something that you're good at, you love doing, the world needs, and is paying you for, You can say you have found your purpose. You may even have different purposes, some aligning only three of these circles, but there is at least one that hits all four. Your ikigai is fluid. You might look at this and instead of filling you with life, it confirms the fact that you haven't found that true purpose yet, and it's a little disappointing. I get it. But that might just require a slight shift in perspective here, so stick with me. (laughs) First, adopting this philosophy doesn't mean that your only reason for being is by filling all four circles at full capacity. Instead, I like to think of our ikigai as a container of a fluid based on our stage of life. In some stages, it will be completely full while very empty in others. Whatever the case, there will always be some liquid in there, leaning towards one corner or another, changing as you grow with the world. Life is an exploration of curiosity and expression, and that's going to look different as you move through it. A large part of society has drilled us into black and white thinking, contained us into believing that we have to pick that one thing, find that one passion, and specialize. But what happens when we find out that that's not it? And what happens to all of our other interests? What happens to the renaissance men and women, the creative, multi-talented, quote-unquote weird ones? You don't just have one purpose. There's no perfect one that will send you into eternal happiness. Instead, your happiness comes from how you angle your perspectives in each of the four pillars. So let's break it down. Passion. What if I don't have a passion? We hear it all the time. Follow your passion. Do what you love and it won't feel like work. I was personally beating myself up over this because of the fact that I wasn't passionate about anything. It made me feel like I was losing in life because I was so lost in this aspect. This is where I had to think deeper about what passion really meant to me. I had to ask myself questions like, why don't I love what I currently do? What would happen if suddenly I didn't have to do what I do? If I had all the time and money in the world, what would I do? And am I just being too picky or wanting too much? Am I comparing myself to others and just suffering from FOMO? And then I had to dive deeper into the emotions that I left out by not acknowledging them. I asked myself questions like, what is something I should give myself more credit for? What kinds of things am I already good at? When do I feel most in my element and why? What excites me or piques my curiosity that intrinsically will motivate me to want to learn more and get better at? I found that I love being around people and taking care of them emotionally. If anyone is ever in a sad, angry, lonely, stressed, or bored state, I love diving deeper into the root of it. I satisfy my curiosity itch by dissecting the emotions behind the words of both others and of myself, and I use writing as my own outlet to organize these thoughts. I get interested in figuring out how to solve our inner conflicts in order to establish harmony within ourselves and with others. And I want to help those who want that as well. I get excited about technology and if done right, how it will connect us to people that we would have never met in person. And then to be able to free up our time and energy for the things that will actually enrich our lives. But that's me. Your answers are definitely going to be different than mine, but once you've answered them for yourself, you can start using it as kindling to start the fire. And side note, I do want to hear from you. So if any of those questions resonate with you, uh, give it some time, sleep on it or write about it and send it over to me and let's, let's chat. All right, back to the post. Passion is a great starting point in creating your ikigai. It's what will keep you going against all odds. Starting with a passion will guide you in developing the right skill set, aligning with a greater cause and to figure out how to make money doing it. If after all that, you still can't find that passion, you might be able to pull it out of the other three circles. Can you learn to love what you're already good at? Can you align what the world needs with a mission of yours? And lastly, is there some element within how you're currently making money that you can just lose hours in either doing or talking about? So let's, let's keep exploring. Profession. What if I'm not good at anything? Let me ask you, are you actually decently skilled in something and you're just not giving yourself more credit for it? Is your definition of being good enough skewed based on the small few who you're comparing against? Are you just being too humble and modest and it's getting in the way of your confidence to claim your expertise? Or maybe you don't know what you don't know because it's too early in your life and career to have practiced enough. There's a psychological pattern called the imposter syndrome. I won't go into it here, but the basic idea is thinking that you don't deserve your job role or the relationship that you're in or whatever task or identity you've been assigned as if someone is going to notice how little you actually know or how terrible you are at your job. I was and still am guilty of overthinking my qualifications for the job. I would excuse it as modesty, but it also subconsciously pushed me down. In trying to compete with everyone, gawking at the top professionals in their fields and what they're capable of, I lost sight of what I was good at. I lost sight of how much I've learned throughout the years. You might not put me on the same playing field as the pros, but at least I'm more practiced than those after me. Of course, there are real skills you do need to practice, both the technical and social ones. But many times, it's our own mindset on our strengths and weaknesses that need the most improvement. The question isn't, what if I'm not good at anything? It's, what can I do to be the best at something? Mission. What if I don't know what the world needs? There's an awesome quote by Howard Thurman. He says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I understand if you have the desire to impact society as a whole, I'm the same way. But what if we're jumping too far ahead here? What if we instead focus on what makes us feel human instead? What if that's all that the world needs? Would you be okay with that? Most of the time, the world doesn't know what they need. They are a reactive bunch. So it's up to you, your passion, and your skills to convince the world you have what they need. Of course, this is the hard part to balance because we can't completely ignore what the world cares about either. It's why we have to find the intersection between what we want and what the world wants. Otherwise, we'll create things towards a cause that we love, but if no one else is behind it, it's not going anywhere. So when thinking about your mission, do as Stephen Covey puts it. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Vocation. What if I still can't find the calling that makes me money? Whether you're looking to fulfill your passion and mission within an established company or starting your own business, the reason you can't find work is most likely a marketing problem. Either you're not putting yourself out there enough or you're not putting yourself up high enough. Of course, it's easier said than done to have that confidence, but it's also not that complicated. Putting yourself out there is just a numbers game. It's a grind. It's a lot of learning lessons from failures and rejections. Putting yourself up there is an ego thing. It's building self-respect, to not just feed the ego merely with what it wants, but to support it in what it needs. It also is a sales process. It's understanding how you can give the companies and the clients what they didn't know they need in order to get them what they want. The money pillar of Ikigai is an interesting one because there are varying perspectives on money. Some want a lot of it, some only need enough to survive. Some don't want to taint their passion with money, and others want to fuel it with money. Some will use it to help the world, and others will use it for themselves and their family. I say all that because money is a difficult subject to talk about, even with ourselves. So you'll have to be the one to ask yourself the hard questions, like, is this part of the diagram empty for you only because you want more money than you need? Is it really empty because you have negative habits with spending versus saving? Do you have misconceptions and limiting beliefs around money? Do you think money is scarce rather than abundant that limits your options? Do you have an unhealthy attachment or detachment of money? Did you adopt other people's risk aversiveness and insecurities about money? And are you focusing too much on what you don't have rather than being grateful for all the things you do have? If you need to make more money, you either have to get even better at what you're doing, Find a different way to align your message with the rest of the world, or find a new audience, customer, company, investor who has the funds to support you. There's no X that marks the spot. There's so much that goes into each of these four pillars of Ikigai, and that's why there are full books on this this topic and this concept But for now, I hope this gets you thinking more about how you can create your purpose by bridging each of these areas. You can use this to combine your strengths with what you already have and love and share it with the world. I say you will never find meaning in your life because it's not something you can ever find externally. The more you look for it, the more it evades you. There's no secret treasure chest that's holding your life's purpose for you. It is instead created by stretching yourself past your limiting beliefs. And more importantly, it is manifested by acting in spite of the negative feelings and emotions that come up when creating this path. The beautiful thing is, your ikigai was probably something completely different than what you thought it was when you were a kid. And it might be completely different sometime in the future as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because it's not meant to define your whole life. It's meant to be a lifelong companion that points you in the direction you know you want to go. I think Guy is a compass. Yes, it does technically point us to a specific location, like how the compass points to the North Pole, but that doesn't mean that's where we all have to travel to. Rather, it's just a tool that keeps track of where we're pointed to keep us oriented. With it, we can now choose which direction to explore for ourselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Human Up Podcast on the Ikigai philosophy and how to discover your purpose. I know this was a very rushed episode and very high level on on this topic. And I know this is somewhat controversial because of how many differing opinions there are on it. Um, So I do want to hear from you. I want to hear your perspectives and what you think about this uh this framework or you know how you are living your life and and finding meaning and purpose in what you do or um or the lack thereof so the best way to get in contact with me is to join my facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash human up or you can just search human up with emotional intelligence in facebook and that will be a good way to connect with me and other like-minded eq nerds Uh, You can also subscribe and get the 11 exercises that I've collected to help you jumpstart your own journey in emotional intelligence at victorong.com slash subscribe. And lastly, if you've been a listener of this podcast, you'll know that I am working on my own group coaching program and video course as well, and would love to have a deeper conversation on how to best serve you and and where you are and in your life. So if you're interested in that, please take a short survey to indicate your interest and what you want out of it at victorung.com slash group coaching. With that... I really appreciate you being here and for listening and don't be a stranger. Make sure to reach out and let's have a cool conversation. Thank you again and I will catch you next week.